Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. Today I have received, I will simply call them remembrances from the Lord. I have a very serious um, prophecy today. It's a mixture of different things that the Lord has brought strongly to mind. In fact, um, I'm taking, I'm taking a break in the middle of the day to make this video because the pressure to make this video, the pressure to speak these words is very strong. It is very strong indeed. And so what I ask is I'm asking you to listen. And especially if you are an American, these words are not going to be easy for you. They are not going to be easy for you to hear at all. And so if you listen with your personal filters, if you are listening with your Republican t-shirt or your Democrat t-shirt, you're going to have a difficult time in this word. So this word contains words from God um, to foreigners who live in the United States. This word contains information about Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. This word contains information about what God is going to do with America and what her position is going to be in the end of days. This word contains information about Mexicans. This word contains information about the economy, service industries, and the stock market. And there are no notes. I'm simply reading the headings. There are about six or seven headings, six or seven things that he gave me just now, things that he spoke about. And without further ado, let us go into it. The title of this prophecy is called The Citizen Child. So that is the title that God gave this prophecy, even though, as I said, it's going to be talking about many different factors. This prophecy is not written down. It was just given to me by the Lord maybe 30 minutes ago. And um, without further ado, here we go. The Citizen Child and the date is Tuesday, September 27, 2022. The Citizen Child. In about 2014, it would be either 2014 or 2015, I forget the date. I mentioned this casually in one of the recent prophecies when God brought about the fact that America will have a civil war. The Lord revealed on one of our prayer calls, I think it might have been September 15th or September 16th, the call is posted on the blog. I mean, it's posted here on YouTube. The Lord revealed more detail about something that he had been saying since back long back which is that america is going to have a civil war and as time has been going on i've been posting the prophecies and i've been saying that the lord says that america will deteriorate into a land that is basically going to tear itself apart and he said that the reason this land will begin to tear itself apart is because americans will increasingly become intolerant towards one another so the example that i always gave is how in the old days a person could be a republican a person could be a democrat and they could have vastly different views about how the same country that they are sharing should be run but at the end of the day those two men would stay best friends 
they would farm right next to each other and their wives could, one wife could cook dinner or another wife could cook dinner and say, dinner's ready. And both red and blue would be able to go and sit at the same kitchen table and have dinner. And if you were to ask the blue farmer or ask the red farmer, don't you hate this guy because he has different views from you? They would both look at you in confusion and say, no, he's the best friend I've got. And so that is how things used to be. Americans could have conversations. They could hold divergent views without hate and without violence and without wishing the other one who doesn't agree with them off the face of the earth. But God was showing in, I think it was 2020, the prophecy is called the many words of God. And he was showing how in every walk of life, Americans would begin to hate each other as in even among youth, if they go to college and one believes in rainbow ideology and the rainbow agenda and another doesn't, they would hate each other so much in that college dorm room that they would have to go to the housing office and say, I can't live with that thing. So in the vision, God showed me one of the kids went to the housing office and said to the housing officer, I can't live with that thing. I need a new room. That is how much hatred would begin to nest in the hearts of people. And no one can pretend that they don't see that. But long before 2020 came along, the Lord showed me that America would be torn by civil war. So at the time he wasn't showing it to me as civil war. He simply showed me the outbreak of an event in the United States that was so horrible that all the major news networks of the world were covering it around the world. So people around the world who usually watch when America is, for instance, going into other people's countries with shock and awe tactics to do whatever the military does. Other people were watching America as America tumbled into some kind of seriously unstable and frightening tumult. Tumult that was so scary that people were in their countries and thinking, how can this be happening right now? So it was worse than the towers. People were paralyzed when they were watching this. And as I was seeing in this series of visions that God was showing me back then, attention was drawn to something called the citizen child. So God was telling me today, Celestial, the citizen child is um, an age old phenomenon that happens in countries that have a lot of immigrants coming in that have a mixed pot of people living in the country, people from all over the world, they will come to a country and live there. And then the next thing is obviously people are falling in love. The foreigners are falling in love with the citizens of the country. And then they, they set up homes or, you know, they marry or they don't marry. And then they give birth to children of mixed descent. And in a country like America, if the mother, excuse me, please, if the mother or the father is the citizen, then obviously the child that is born in that marriage is a citizen. And that is basically what God calls the citizen child. But in, in the prophecy where I saw, and if you go back to the prayer call, you will see it. I was saying, God, why do I see so many people running before my eyes? I see people fleeing from the United States. I see them fleeing on foot. I see them fleeing in very difficult circumstances. I see that these are foreigners who do not want to have anything to do with the destruction of America as she tumbles into this very bloody and nonsensical war. But 
Way back then, when God showed me this, I shared that I wrote an email to about 50 people and almost none of them got back to me. That was their stance at that time. And one of the things that I mentioned, because this is what I saw, is I saw what became of the citizen child. So this word from the Lord today is to you who are of foreign descent, and you are the father, you are the mother of a citizen child. I saw And when America went through whatever she went through, the country became highly militarized like that. So it went from, oh, I'm in New York and I'm just going to go to New Jersey for the afternoon to see family and drive back through the Lincoln Tunnel. It was not like that. The borders became militarized and states were almost instantly cordoned off. One of the things I saw is that, for instance, if you live on Staten Island here, in New York City, you could not get out. The Verrazano and the Brooklyn were shut off with soldiers, and these soldiers were like this, turn back, turn back, and you had to go back. So people who were across the water were automatically stuck there. Even people who are in Brooklyn were being blocked on the main arteries of the country from getting out to go to other states, and it became locked down pretty fast. But the dangerous thing I saw was happening at airports. I saw especially people of African descent because even in the prayer call, what God showed me is that other nations will flee, but no one will flee quite like the Africans. Many other nations, when America begins to deteriorate, these people have huge investments here. And so they're going to be sitting down and trying to figure out how much of their investments they can pull out, how much money they at least will be able to get out and take. But I saw that people from Africa were not interested in money, investments, houses, cars. They wanted life. And so they were some of the first people to up and leave and go back. What I saw interesting at especially the borders where people fly out is this. Citizen children were treated as the personal property of the United States. And later when I shared this aspect with my mother because it confused me, she confirmed and she said, Sweetheart, America owns everything that it owns, and that includes the citizens. This is why when people are taken captive like they were in that, I think, there's, there's so many conflicts that happen around the world and people get taken hostage. The first thing that America does is always negotiate for the citizens to come back. So that's exactly what, what's happening in the case of that NBA player WNBA player that was taken by Russia. The first thing America will do is negotiate to get property back and that includes people so when it's happening in america coming to fetch you out of a horrible situation then it's great and you just think you know red white and blue they're looking after us but in the case of citizen children when america was locking down like this i saw terrible scenes at the airports where foreign parents this is even two parents of foreign descent so you are both from ghana or one of you is from paris and the other person is from cameroon and um, you met here and you married here, but your child became automatically a citizen by birth. And now you're trying to flee. Maybe you want to flee to Paris. Maybe you want to flee to Accra, Ghana. But what happens is you will find that there is a dragnet preventing you from extricating the citizen child. The citizen child is going to be held here by America. America is going to say, well, the two of you can go back to where you came from, but this child is ours by birth. This child has to stay here. And so God is warning people of foreign descent. And this was in my email when I warned people is that if you're here 
and you can hear the word of the Lord, which includes Revelation 18, which is come out of them, my people, and be separate. And you just sit there with your hands folded and you never go online to find out what are the protocols in your country of origin to find out what you need to do to perhaps get alternate paperwork for your 15 year old, 18 year old, 16 year old, three month old. And you just sit there and say, rah, rah, America, when it comes time to run and you cannot produce alternate paperwork to say, well, actually this is a Ghanaian child, or this is a French child, then you will fall prey to what I saw. And what I saw was parents, especially African parents, literally rolling on the ground at the airport as they were told that their 16-year-old, 15-year-old, and 5-year-old could not get on the plane with them. I saw terrible scenes where parents were forced to make horrible choices, and the horrible choice was get on the plane and leave an 18-year-old, 16-year-old, and a 5-year-old here to take care of themselves, which is a virtual impossibility or stay and participate in America's coming trauma. And so God sent me to give this word to you of foreign descent, which I have already given. Please do not think that Celestial has come to give you personal lifestyle advice because this is not what this channel here is for. God said in the prayer call, and I repeat, you think you came here to grow old? You think you came here to live here forever? I will chase you from these borders. I will drive you out from these shores because I am merciful. Because you have not participated in Babylon's sins, you shall not fall with her. And so to you, the parent of this citizen child who sits there and hears the word of the Lord and does not begin to do all things with wisdom, such as going to your country's website or embassy, to find out what the protocols are, to see to it that in the day of calamity, you can pull out something, even if it is a laissez-passe, and say, but this is my child, so that you may exit the shores of Babylon, then that decision is with you. The second part of this prophecy is called Donald Trump is an idol. So, from the time I started the blog and I've been putting forth the Lord's words, one thing you might almost say it is an act of kindness. One thing that has always been present in the written prophecies is, is directly to the United States. And that thing has been that it is high time that you woke up to the hour. There is something in this country that prevents the entry of words of wisdom into the ears of the majority of the citizens. I do not know that it is anything but spiritual deafness that the Lord has allowed to grow up in the hearts of us who live here, which is why when truth comes forward, truth can pierce very few people in the heart. Truth actually is able to enter into very few hearts. And God says that's because this is a turtle back nation. Meaning if you know how hard the back of a turtle is, there is something over the heart that prevents the entry of truth. There is also something over the heart and over the eyes and over the ears that prevents many people. And I'm talking about the majority. I'm talking even about people who are in the church. I'm talking even about people who come here and they really think they are getting it. I'm here to help you understand that unless your feet sink to the very bottom of truth and you are willing to let go of everything, 
you are as much at risk as the people who come here and say that I am unbalanced and all the other things. And it is this, if you are unable to hear end times biblical truth without processing it through your red filter or your blue filter, you are greatly in the wind. And when events begin to happen, it will be extremely, extremely difficult and harmful for you. So one thing that is always on the written prophecies is this. If you think that you are hearing end times truth and you think that in heaven they are making blue decisions or red decisions or they actually care about who many of you are fascinated by, you will have such a painful awakening in the future that you will not believe that this God that you thought you knew is capable of saying certain things and is capable of doing certain things and is capable of devastating America to the point, please hear me, that I am going to sit here and even read the third part of the prophecy. This second part is called Donald Trump is an idol. And you will find out after listening to certain things why I'm going to read the third part of this prophecy, which is called America is to be removed from the table of nations. So there was a prayer call yesterday, and I will stop at this point to say that many of you have been asking if you can join. It is not a public prayer call. I cannot open this to the public. This is a private prayer call that involves my life and certain key intercessors that I pray with. And we are praying primarily for nations as God leads. We are also praying about my life, their lives. The prayer calls are a mix of teaching, prophecy that just shows up out of the blue when I'm not expecting it. And because they can go any which way, I cannot have all that sensitive information open to a large group of people that I do not know, I have not vetted. And so um, if I did not mention it at any point, it is not a public prayer call. It is something private that I have been doing for three years and I plan to continue as long as these trusted people are available. So I'm going to play what came through from the Lord yesterday. As Christians, we don't, I don't, I don't think that a lot of people really understand God. And I say this to the Lord a lot. It's like, Lord, your people truly lack the understanding of you. And when people hear it, they get offended because they think they're hearing some kind of spiritual elitist say, oh no, the rest of you are over there. But I, I don't think that many people who come to this channel understand what prophecy is. And I can see that because many of you cannot even identify what a true prophet is or not. So if you cannot identify who are the charlatans out there who steal prophecies, who are the people out there who are pandering to your own lust, then how can you actually know the true God of prophecy? In this prophecy, you will hear what is written in many of the prophecies where God says that America hates him and he expressed that he also hates America. There is a prophecy on the blog where God expressed that he repented. He repents of making America. And this is something that you only hear in the book of Genesis, where God says that he repented of making the world because of how sinful people became, and he cut everybody's life short. That was my prayer yesterday. Lord, help these people to understand who you are, that if you were okay with eight 
people alive out of all creation, you have no problem with rebalancing the accounts of this world until the wicked are taken away and only the righteous remain. Just a moment, please. is just like God. Who are you going to bring up this person's name and, and then try to make this person equal with me? I see all of you on your knees, worshiping a human being. You don't know his sins. You don't know his crimes. Don't you know that if you worship any God, you will participate in the nature of that God? Don't you know if you make a man a God, all the sins of that man is accounted to you. All his unrighteousness, all his evil, all his cruelty. He is so guilty, this man. He has done unclean things. He has done unclean things in the closet. And then you want to worship him, America. You want to praise him. You want to lift him up as if he is my son, Jesus. You lift this man up and you cannot lift up the name of the, of the son who died on the cross for you. You lift up your own dirty son from your own dirty country and worship him. But the true son, the son of God, the son of man, the redeemed among the one who redeemed men. You don't want to lift him up and you don't want to worship him. And then you want to say he must come and rule over you. That man will never get into the white house again. He is going to die outside in his crimes and in his sin. And when they bury him, your country will shake like an earthquake. Your country will tear into two. Since you love to worship men, I will take away the men that you want to worship. You will not have any gods left. I'm going to carry him. He's never going to enter any White House. He doesn't have any business in the White House. He shouldn't even have been there the first time. I was just showing you mercy. I was showing you mercy because the other person who wanted to enter, she would have destroyed you. She would have killed you. She would have killed your children the way she kills children now. She is a murderer. She is a human trafficker. If I had let her to enter the White House, your children would have been going missing from the street because that is what happens when you put evil into positions of power. That is what happens when you give murderers a chair to sit on. Then they begin to murder you and your children. And that is when you will start to cry to me to have mercy on you and tell me, where are my children? Our children are going missing. Our children are being taken from the, tr um, from the street. You were getting ready to elect a known human trafficker. And I showed you mercy by giving you someone else. And then you take this person and you have made him an idol. Will I not kick down that idol? Will I not tear down your idols, America? Will I not leave you with nobody to worship? When I have killed everyone, you will remember about Jesus. He is the only one who died and rose from the dead. He is the only one who died and came back. He is the only person who tasted death and came back. I will carry all your idols to their graves. One by one, I am telling you, you will go to funerals in this country until you have no more tears. You will bury them until you can't cry. You will bury them until you become afraid. You will begin to lock your door at night because you will wonder if the spirit of death is walking down the street, taking people without any order. I will take them one by one. You will have nobody. You will bury every single famous person that you have worshipped. Beyonce, if I don't put her in the grave, then I am not God. T.D. Jakes, all of them. I will take them away. And then you will see what I said when I said I am God. Worship me only, and you only, and me only, shall you serve. You like to worship men. You are always seeking a new person to bow down to. That's why you build up so much superstars. You build up superstars, and then you worship them. You, you create them, and then you worship them. Won't they die? 
If you anger me, won't they all die? Won't I take them all away so that you can only be ordinary people in this country? Do you want me to take away all your bright stars until you have nothing left? You won't repent. You are so sinful. You are so unclean, so foul, so hateful in my eyes. I hate you because you have hated me first. I hate you, America, because you hate me. You hate me and you hate my laws and you hate my heart and you hate my goodness and you despise my mercy and you spit on my prophets and you crucify my messengers. I hate you because you have hated me first. That was from the prayer call, September 26, 2022. And the Lord was there speaking about Donald Trump. So we had been in the process of prayer and we had been lifting up prayer for, for people to have open ears in the, in the nation of America. We had been lifting up prayers that the eyes of people's hearts that are so deceived, that are so covered up. I, I have been praying that the Lord would take away the veil that is on the hearts of people in America, because I, I know that other nations are waiting to hear prophecy about themselves. I used to receive a lot of, of tears and a lot of, of even anger and upset when I first started this blog because people would come from all over the world and they would read the prophecies and read and read and read and then they would contact me and say, is there no word for Brazil? Does God only care about America? Why is God only warning America? Why is God only remonstrating with America? Celestial, where is the prayer for, where is the prayer for Colombia? Celestial, where is the prophecy for Mozambique? Why, why are you just focused on America? And these people, they did not have the understanding at that time and I had to continually keep telling them that when God raises up a voice in the earth it is God's choice where he will raise up the voice and who he will direct the voice to I have also consistently said that the Lord will never move to judgment until he has laid a charge as a lawyer I can tell you you cannot ever bring sentencing upon someone until you have brought the indictments. Every guilty party deserves to know what it is that they did, what are they guilty of, and then they have to stand and answer the charge. And if you listen to the few recent videos on this channel, you will hear the charges that God has been bringing for years now about the fact that there's too much blood that has soaked into the soil of this country since this country's inception. It was rooted in blood and in blood it has continued to walk every day since. And so the Lord raised up this voice not to bring brand new prophecies. Some of the prophecies, yes, that speak to the beast system and to other things that may be um, outside of the normal purview are brand new but they still fall within the judgment of america why god says he will take away this nation and so what you just listened to is in the process we're praying for the for the people in the country and not praying for the country itself because the lord said to me i think in 2021 
that he has shut the door for make America great again. He's not interested in that. That is not his mantra towards America. That is not his approach. And this is why many people will flee a place like this and run to the false prophets because the false prophets continue to lift up a false standard that the nation loves. America loves nothing more than to hear that she is God's favorite child. She loves nothing more than to hear that God is up all night thinking of ways to bless her and make her stronger and give her greener pastures. And there's just nothing of that sort coming. What is coming are the things that you can find here if you bother to take the time to go to the blog and read and study on your own, the things that you can find here on my channel dashboard. So in the process of praying for individuals and not the entity, these words came exploding out of me. I saw almost as if the nation was on its knees revering Donald Trump and the Lord's anger if you had ears to hear that four minute clip was caustic. I have been saying it, that God hates to have any idol raised up in the earth against him. See the people in Pakistan, they raise up their gods. The people in Japan, they raise up their gods. But here in America, I have warned and warned that you raise up human beings like yourself. They go to the bathroom. And then somebody who doesn't worship football stars will say, well, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't have an idol, but maybe you're, you're a bibliophile like myself. Maybe you like books. And so you have men and women who, when you buy their books, you sit with this quiet pride like, ah, yes, I'm in the company of the greats, Shakespeare and whoever and whoever. You sit and you take quiet pride in these people who by the very weakness of men, some of them are not even with us anymore. They have passed away. So you may be a nihilist, you may be one who subscribes to the works of Nietzsche and stuff like that, and yet the man went crazy at 40 and he spent the rest of his life being cared for by his mom. And yet these are some of the heroes of the, of the Western world. People who lost their mind in their relative youth, but their writings live on after them saying that there is no God, that God is dead. And yet in this modern generation, we still can't piece two and two together and come up with the four that in Micah, when God says, what is it that I have required of you, old man, but to live humbly, to do righteousness and to walk peacefully with your God. First John chapter one, and I think verse five says that if we walk in the darkness, we have no fellowship with him for he is in the light. I have said repeatedly that Jesus is not going to leave the light to come and walk with you in the darkness. It is us who must depart the darkness of our way, the darkness of our personal views, the darkness of this political party insanity that has consumed this nation from day one and realize that your political parties are not represented in the heavens. They do not exist there. It is Jesus or nothing. I shared that this is the landscape of a man's life. And if this is the landscape of your life, maybe with a few ups and downs, there should be nothing standing on the landscape of your life except Jesus Christ is Lord. But Donald Trump is like this in America. I have said 
that if you think your views in politics are reflected in the heavens, more fool you. You, you are in more danger than even the people who are struggling to believe that Nephilim are real. I have said these things, that it is a youth and an infant in Christian matters who think that politics will determine the outcome of a country and that God has no place, or who thinks that God can be used as a rubber stamp to lift up not my president on this side or not my president on this side, but this nation cannot hear, cannot hear. And so these words of the Lord came that this man is guilty of unclean acts. The Lord did not say what these acts were. I do not know. Personally, I do not care. He said that he is guilty of unclean acts. And he said that whoever is worshiping him, you do not know. You see, the book of Hebrews tells us that we are baptized with one baptism into the God that we worship. And God is now making it clear that when you are a Trump worshiper, a Trump, we just need him back. We need him back. You need Jesus back. That's who you need back. God is saying that when you are a Trump worshiper, you are baptized into Trump's iniquities and sins. You are equal partaker with him. And when he is judged for them, you're going down the same in the spirit realm. It will be accounted to your name. Whatever it is, the unclean acts that God says this man has done, they are written against your name also, unless you repent. These are the Lord's words. Who you care about, who you vote for, it's not my business, for I have constantly warned that all these you love and follow, even down to the Obama fan club, they will all disappoint you because they will all be exposed. The prophecy is already made a video where I said that I saw the statues of the last few presidents, Clinton, Bush two, Bush one, they were standing. And I said, there was struck from heaven, mighty blows against them. And they all cracked from top to bottom. The only statue that went goom and it had metal inside. And so it cracked differently was Barack Obama's statue. Every other statue, including Trump's statue was crushed, but you still can't hear and you still can't depart from the trough because as he said, you in this country have an unfailing desire to raise up from men gods and to fall to your knees worshiping them. All the people who wanted Mrs. Clinton to get in only to have the Lord say human trafficking aficionado. And this prophecy is mirrored in the prophecy that I received in, it was November, 2020. It was called No More Grace on election day when we didn't know we would be waiting 10 days, a record in history to get a result. The Lord said to me, Celestial, I can have no more grace on this country. And he said that he was not allowing the nation's wish to get back in office that they would get something else and that something else will culminate in the coming of the beast. Obama coming back to power. And people think, no, God can't hate. God can hate. He hates unrighteousness. He hates seeing men in wigs and dresses. 
He hates seeing two men together in the bed, two women in the bed. He hates to see the blood of children flowing. And then you know what else he hates? He hates to see the blood of young people flowing. And the pastors are the one causing the blood to flow. And the church is like, well, let's not judge. And I just don't believe this about pastor. God hates many things. And so when all those many things are congregated in one nation, what do you think he's going to tell that nation? I love you. I love you. And where you go, I'll follow. The next part of this prophecy is called America to be removed from the table of nations. God said that there is a table of nations. So to us, when we hear this, we will think, oh, the table of nations must be the United Nations, or it must be NATO, or it must be one of these earthly places where G7, G45, I don't know, where they congregate and then they sit and they make worldwide decisions. The table of nations, the Lord said, to make it known. The table of nations is actually a literal thing like a register that exists in heaven. And what the Lord was saying to me just before I put this camera on is celestial. The table of nations is not kept by men. The table of nations is kept by me. I have founded the nations. And he said, do you know that down there you have countries that do not appear here in this book? And he was telling me there are nations here on earth. They have a flag, they have a seal, they have a national anthem, they have gotten themselves the whole kit and caboodle of what we call a country. They have been recognized by other countries and Wikipedia has their name and God says they don't appear here at all. Here in the book, there are countries who are simply written as provinces. He said, tell them, some of you, you are not countries no matter how many wars of independence you have fought. You are not countries no matter how many um, country kits you've gotten, you have a flag, you have a seal, check, you have a president. He says you are merely a region. When I look at you, you are merely a region or a province within a greater region. You are not a country. You are not a nation. Here, when your people come and stand before me on the last day, they will be asked to please step and join members of another country that they thought they had separated themselves from. Have you heard this, people of God? And so he said the table of nations is kept by him and he is going to remove America from that table. America, you will not be found again in the roster of countries. And this has to be the 15th time or so that I have said this on camera because I've been saying it for sure since I started the blog. It appears in many countries where God says America will be eradicated from the table of nations. He said you will not even be a footnote. He will not even give America the dignity of being remembered in history and posterity. God even says that in times to come, as he was telling me, he says in times to come, America, you will not even be granted a seat at the table with the nation's nations, meaning the global tables that I mentioned at the beginning of this part, where nations congregate and talk. Since I woke up this morning, he has been saying America will be uninvited from many things. They will have things, they will have summits, they will have conferences, and for the first time in our lives, they will not send an invitation. They will not want us to come. The next part of this prophecy is called the Mexican Exodus from America. That is as simple as it sounds. In a time to come, God says that the Mexicans will simply decide that they didn't come here to die. They had come here for the American dream and they came here 
for a better life for their family. But the Lord says that Mexicans will, as one man, it, he said it will almost be as if they're receiving a signal in their heart. As one man, they will begin to disengage from America. They will begin to separate from America. And God says at that time, America, you will see how important this, these people were to your economy. The Lord says that when Mexico actually takes away its hand of friendship in the spiritual realm, when Mexico stops loving you so much, America, when Mexico stops being actually your biggest fan, and they take their hand of friendship away. I saw the American economy take a bad stumble. I saw the American economy take a bad fall. I saw as if a hand that had been underpinning was removed and many industries began to stumble and stagger because the Mexican Americans disengaged and they decided even wealthy people. I saw that there are Mexicans in this country that are sitting on a chunk of money. I saw that the money they have as a community is quite sizable. And because it is seamlessly integrated into the US economy, these people live here without much respect, but the nation does not actually know how much they contribute to the overall GDP and how much they are integral members of society. But I saw that Mexicans decided, you know what? We have a homeland. We have a country. They disengaged, just like all the countries that God mentioned in the September 15 prayer call. I think it was Nicaragua. It was Panama, it was Chile, it was Brazil. Well, Mexico disengaged too. And at the time of the prayer call, even as I was speaking for the Lord's words, I thought it very odd that Mexico was not mentioned because they are by far and large a great number here. Well, God mentioned them specially and said that they will go back to their country, including the wealthy ones, will disengage, they will pull out the economy will feel the impact of having the Mexicans not here, those, especially those who are willing to do jobs that nobody wants to do. They went back home. The next part of this prophecy is called service industries languishing. And the service industries that were highlighted to me are the people who handle the trash, people who handle trash removal services and sanitation, people who wash the streets at night when we're sleeping and things like that. I saw mail. So mail service is not the private couriers, but the, um, the actual, the postal service. I saw people working in hospital waste and disposal. So all these people keeping the hospitals sanitized, the people who walk around with those huge bins, taking out the most horrible parts of hospital trash and everything like that. And I also saw the fast food industry sharply highlighted. People will exit out of those service industries, the service industries will start to languish. And God says that McDonald's is going to be one of the most hard hit. And a lot of that franchise is going to shut down simply because of lack of workers, lack of laborers. And the last thing God says that the stock market crash is coming. And he said something so curious. He said, 1922 will be again. So here I am, I'm hearing the Lord and I'm just writing down these highlights to make the video in this moment that is available to me. And he says, 1922 will be again. And I'm sitting there, I'm writing it, but I'm thinking, Lord, the great depression was 1929. The crash was in 1929 and then the thirties became difficult, but I wrote it down 
And then afterward, I went on the internet to look and lo and behold, because God is perfect. I see articles like the unknown crash of 1920 and 21 that made 1922 impossible. There are actually articles on the internet speaking of a stock market crash that happened between the years 1920-ish or 21 to 22. But he say, but be, the internet is saying that because 1929 was so much more devastating, that earlier hiccup in the market is very rarely talked about and it's overlooked. And here comes the Lord revealing, saying the stock market will crash as it was in 1922 and 1922 is going to happen. And then he said, futures derivatives will lose their values. So I'm not able to tell you what these things exactly are, futures and derivatives. But the third thing he said will lose its value, we all know, and he said hard currency. Hard currency will lose its value. So hard currency is just actual money, cash, and that is the prophecy that I have received today, information about the citizen child, the child who is the child of an American and a foreigner, the child who is the child of two foreigners who have naturalized in this country and their child is here with them and maybe the father and the mother have still kept their passports current but they're sitting here and the only thing their child has is an eagle passport. The Lord says be warned. And I saw this happen, that people's children will be kept in here as by an invisible cage, an invisible mesh. I saw this happen as far back as, let's just put it in 2015. Donald Trump is an idol. You heard the words of the prayer call by yourself. And one thing you should keep in mind is what God is saying, that he will tolerate no idols. So everybody looks at perhaps the Catholic Church and says, oh, look at all their iconography and they're worshiping the saints. I always say, do you actually know what you are regarding as an idol in your heart? There are some people who even fulfill the words of scripture who regard their righteousness as their idol. The sinning man went to the temple and he stood afar off from the praying place and he said, oh God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And then the Pharisee stood there in his clean robes and he said, oh God, I thank you that I am not as sinful as other men. Right there, you are in the biggest, fattest sin. And Jesus was teaching his disciples and looked and said, which one do you think? Which one do you think found mercy in the eyes of God? Anything can be made an idol. And if you don't excavate your heart, if you don't investigate your loves, you will be guilty of these things. You hear the Lord asking, do you want me to take all your bright stars away? See, something the Lord said to me is celestial, Funerals will abound in America until people will begin to refuse invitations to funerals the way people refuse invitations to weddings. Have you ever heard such a thing as this? You know, weddings now, you never know what people are doing. They're inviting you to the wedding and then telling you you have to bring a gift and you still have to pay for your own food. And, and all decency and manners are going away because, of course, the Bible says towards the end, the love of man will grow cold. So people are now deciding, oh, I don't want to attend that wedding. But God says that people will be so exhausted with the number of funerals that we will attend in this country. He said, celestial people will begin to turn down funeral attendance the way people turn down weddings. Now that's a first. Now that should give us pause. America will be removed from the table of nations. No more invited to international forums, 
no longer sought after for advice. No, nobody caring what we have to say, even if we 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 make public addresses and we say it, uh, the people will be taking off the the thing from the ears and they'll be bored and they'll be on their tablets. Mexican exodus from America, an important part of U.S. society deciding at last to break free and separate, like an important piece of the country breaking off and floating off into the distance. Service industries languishing, the trash, the mail, the hospital workers, disposal and refuse agencies, and low-wage jobs, service industries, even in stores, fast food, stock market crash, reminiscent of 1922. These are the words of the Lord. This is not even written down on the blog. This was just given to me live, and I've come to give it to you live. I will find time, do my best, and put it in writing on the blog. This is Celestial with the Master's Voice. God bless you. God, God bless all of you who are listening. God bless all of you who, when you come to a place like this, you realize that you're not just on a YouTube channel. You didn't just click here by accident. The Lord is bringing the eyes of his people here because he is warning of serious things taking place throughout the earth. In fact, one of the prophecies that I have not yet made a video, but I will just mention it here because it is relevant, is the prophecy ancestry. And what the Lord said is that he is going to stir up a desire in the hearts of many people. This is not just an American word. He said, wherever you are living, you will begin to feel something like a washing machine start up in you to go back to the land of your forefathers. You will start to feel something like a washing machine in you. If you are living overseas and you're from South America, you're from Africa, or you're from overseas and you're living in Africa and South America or wherever, you will start to feel a pull to return to, for some people, he was saying, it's a country you, you've never lived in in your life. So maybe you are a citizen child somewhere else. Your parents immigrated there and your, or your grandparents. You're two generations in that country, one generation in that country. And that country is all you know. And all of a sudden, he says, something will wake up in you for your father's homeland. And you will begin to feel as if at least, at least I need to go. So he said, for some people, it will start as the need to go back home for a holiday. He said, you're going to go home. You're going to look up your relatives. You're going to go home. You're going to look up family. Um, and you're going to, to, to tell your wife, I, I just need to go on a holiday. I'll be back. And then you go and look, but then he says that in some cases that pull will be so visceral, meaning it will be like iron claws in you that you will realize you have to go back home. So some people are going back home. They're going to have a family, a support structure, everything there. They're going to welcome you. Some people are going cold Turkey. You will just feel as if you have to do it. You must. And he said, you must understand that that is him. Please, would you always take the words of these prophecies in prayer to the Lord? I am not a crystal ball sitting here for you to pour out all the questions in the comments. If you have not understood by now, prophecy drives us back to God. Notice how when I receive these words, I never ask you out there, what do you think? I take all matters to the one who spoke the thing because in Christ alone is the outworking of his word. When you hear God's word and it doesn't cause, cause you to go on your knees before him, then truthfully, I do not know what you are hearing when you hear me speaking forth the Father's words. This is Celestial, the Master's voice. Until I see you again, goodbye.